October's Children is a paranormal horror podcast and might contain language and subject matter not suitable for all audiences. Content warnings can be found in our show notes. Listener discretion is advised. That's an evening I'll never get back. So many hours of research in the library, and yet so little to show for it. Alright. To home, and to bed. Oh, come on, not now. I just want to go home. Alright, fine. Time for a new fob battery, I guess. I'll just, uh, I'll just use the physical key. What the? Is there super glue in this lock? Car trouble. <gasps> Hi, Mr. Walters. You startled me. I am terribly sorry about that. May I be of assistance? Uh, no, thank you. I've got my phone, so I think I'll be okay. No need to trouble yourself. Nonsense. Here, let me take a look. No, really, that's okay. Um, May I examine your key? Or offer you a lift. I'd really rather just call Granite State Motor Club. Who will then proceed to call my shop, as I am the closest registered provider of roadside assistance. Your key? Uh, I, I think I'll just walk home. Thanks. That is a pity. This could have been ever so much easier. Ow! What the fuck was in that syringe? Just something to help you sleep. Well, let's just hold on a minute there, Fritz. I am sorry. I think you must have me confused with someone else. Oh, I very much doubt that. I've been looking for you for a long time. But we can dicker about your political history all you like, Johan. Just let's step away from the girl first. Not some kind of princess and needs saving. Well, didn't mean to make out that you were. Just seems like you were a bit under the weather. It does seem that way, and I am simply helping her to receive any necessary medical attention. And, uh, you want to go with him? What? No. No. Fucker drugged me. But you don't exist. Well, that proves my point, at least somewhat. And we'll get to my existential dread at a later date. So, I say again, step away from the girl. What? You have a gun in your pocket? This? Oh, no. This is just a flashlight. But this... <coughs> this here's a tire iron. Holy fuck, you... You killed him! Yeah, from your mouth to God's ear. But no, I've never had that kind of luck. We better go before he gets himself sorted. He's... He's bleeding from a cracked skull. Now let's move, shall we? Yeah, yeah, that's the way. All right, one foot, two foot. Not left foot, right foot. Yeah, one, two, one, two, there you go. 
Listen, I I'm over at the college. You should get down here right away. What? Why? You can probably get through if you take Water Street instead of Bridge. But I'm not sure. They might have a cordon up. Feeling what? I can see flashing lights down at the intersection, so they might have somebody directing traffic. Fielding what? Then again, it might just be an ambulance. I'm not entirely sure. Fielding! What? What the hell is going on? Uh, I, um... <clears throat> I think something's happened to Ashley. Uh, there's a puddle of blood, and they... They have her car behind police tape. Hello? 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 Jeff? Jeff, are you... God damn it. Bill! Yes, sir, ma'am. Get this scene under control. Keep people away from the car and the... Puddle of fruit punch and cottage cheese. And for God's sake, if the press show up, shoot them or something. Uh, shoot them, sir, ma'am? You're joking, right? Sure, let's go with that. Now get moving. I need to make a phone call. Uh, yes, sir, uh, ma'am, cop, Tan. What did you do, John? There was an issue in need of resolution. Well, your resolution has caused a major fucking incident. I am handling the situation. Damn straight, you're fucking... Wait. Did you just say handling? Present tense? There's been a small complication. It is of no consequence and will be rectified within the day. Jesus fucking Christ on a crutch! John, are you telling me? that certain involved parties are still up and about? Because that would be inconvenient. Captain, I told you I am taking care of the situation. Have I ever lied to you or failed to make good on a stated course of action? I don't know, John. Have you? It's not like I keep track of your extracurricular activities unless I have to. And up until now, I haven't had to. Now I have to! Look, 
I've drummed up a dummy hematrac test and declared the substances on site to be fruit punch and cottage cheese. But we both know you botched whatever this is. And we both know how it'll go down if you don't clean it up. So clean it the fuck up! I hate this fucking town. Let's see. Recyclables are sorted. Compost is out. Bills are paid. Indoor plants are watered. And seem to be free of teeth. <laughs> I guess I'll just put on some tunes and read until Josh gets here. This whole taking it easy thing is harder than it should be. Do I feel like reading? Orwell, maybe? Hi, hon. Hey, hot stuff. What you up to? Got a steamy date with George Orwell. And Josh. And Josh, yes. But that's not for another couple hours. I know, I know. But I'm just so happy for you. After that whole Mark fiasco, I'm... Glad you found somebody nice, that's all. Mark wasn't all that bad, Ollie. He just had some growing up to do. Yeah, largely because he thought therapy was only something that happened to other people. Guy's lucky he found his keys before I found my bat, is all I'm saying. Violence is rarely the answer. Depends entirely on the question. <laughs> Why do I hang out with you again, Mix Masterson? My adorable wit. Ability to make gourmet coffee in truly stupefying quantities, and absolutely stunning scales in a sack. Your humility. Right! Can't believe I almost forgot. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I have to go. I think somebody's at the door. Oh, Josh running early? No, looks like somebody in a plaid suit, maybe? Honestly, they sort of look like one of those salespeople from the 50s, with a fedora and everything. It's hard to see from this angle. Alright, okay. Well, no worries. I just wanted to call and say I love you, and to wish you luck on your date. Knock him dead, tiger. <laughs> love you too, and thank you. I'll let you know how it goes. Just a second! Huh. Adorable wit. Adorable twit, more like. Oh, darn it, I hope it isn't scratched. Hello, how may I help? You. No, 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 no. You stay away from me. I said stay away. No! No!
Can I get you a cup of coffee, Jeff? No. Thanks. Uh, something stronger, maybe. <laughs> I think there's some claret left over from the other night, and, uh... Xerxes, uh, do you still have that bottle of scotch kicking around? Yes. Miraculously enough, it survived the attack. Cabinet on the left, third drawer down. Jeff? No. No, I'm okay. You're not okay. You're right! I'm not okay! So what? Ashley's missing, and Beaumont's burying the case. There's nothing I can do about it, and badly as I want that drink, it'd just make things even worse. So for fuck's sake, just... Just... leave it alone. Is, um... <clears throat> is Emma all squared away? Yeah. Yeah, she's at her mom's. Thought I might have a fight on my hands about that, but... Max was actually really understanding. Good. That's good. Jeff has a point, actually. About what? Beaumont bearing the case. So what do we do? We do what we said we'd do. We look out for each other. Question is... How? Conrad, do we have any idea of what actually happened at the college campus? I mean... By the time I got there, they already had the crime scene tape up and everything. Just a puddle of blood and some... bits... near Ashley's car. What part of the car? Uh, driver's side front door. About... five feet out, maybe? Hmm. That's a strange distance. What do you mean? Just that if I was waiting to attack someone getting into their car, I'd probably make my move while they were fumbling with the lock or handle. The gore would be right up against the car, or even on the car, one would think. So you think, what, that the blood wasn't from Ashley? I'm not sure. I'm not a crime scene technician. Just wondering out loud. Jeff, did you see anything when you got to the car? Nah, I never made it close enough. They saw me moving with a purpose, and that no-neck Beaumont has working with a stepped in. Uh, what was his name? B-something. Bale? Beal. Beal, that was it. Nothing useful to add either way. Then I suggest we each do what we can do. Conrad, you return to campus and keep an ear out. See if you can find anything Beaumont doesn't want found. Jeff... You know this town as well as anyone, and better than most. Think about where Ashley might have gone, or been taken. I'll continue going over my data from when the portal opened the other night. Portal? What portal? Would you prefer transdimensional vertex? Thin spot? Window? W wait, you're, you're saying that that whatever it is with the fractal pattern... Marks a circular boundary between here and someplace else, yes. Someplace else. Like another dimension? Or an alternate timeline? I have no idea. All I can say is that when I looked through it just before the creature attacked, I could see stars that did not belong to our sky. And that, my friends, is why I am going to continue examining the data. You have your tasks, and I have mine. And can one of you get a hold of Renee and tell her to continue the research she and Ashley were working on? Sure. 
I can do that. Thank you. Jeff, I hate to ask, and I don't mean anything by it, but for the sake of decency, I have to. Um, are you safe to drive? I can get somebody else to play schoolyard lookout if you need some company. Thanks, but I could use the time to myself. And I'll move faster on my own. Uh, no offense. Eh, none taken. So, um, I'll be on my way then. Hey, Fielding? Yes, Jeff? If you're waiting for the right moment to tell someone you care about them, maybe don't wait. Damn it, Ashley! You better be okay. This research bullshit is your beat, not mine. You... You better be okay, okay? Pardon me. Do you mind if I join you? Um, hi. I'm kind of in the middle of something. Who are you? The Cavalry. What? My name is Monk. I work with Xerxes. My pronouns are he, they. Oh, um, sure, I guess. My name's Renee. She, her. I know who you are, Miss Samard. You know, that's not the first time that's come up. And despite what Ollie says, it's still creepy. I apologize. Xerxes gave a rather detailed description and said you might need some help with your task. Yeah, all right. Fair. Ashley is the wizard with these maps and stuff, and I'm... not. But she's not here right now. I heard about that. I'm... I'm very sorry. You have to go through that. I know what it's like when someone you care for goes missing. You want to do something. Anything. To get them back. That all you can do is all you can do, because anything else... Would just be letting the side down. Yeah. So? So? So, what are we doing? Xerxes was very specific about some things, utterly useless about others. Oh, that's... not like them? Huh. Well, basically, we're trying to find the epicenter of the weirdness in town. Ashley and I were trying to figure it out earlier, and it still seems like the best way to come up with a lead about everything. Including whatever happened to her. Sound reasoning. What do we have so far? A heaping pile of nothing. It can't be as bad as all that. Show me. See for yourself. Each of these dots represents something strange that's happened. There's this cluster here, and then these outliers over here. And Ollie got a couple reports of these over here from the board, but damned if I can make a pattern out of it. This is good work. No pattern, perhaps, but you 
already have clusters of activity. Has anyone reported or observed anything like a missing place, like a like a house that you remember but can't find, or a store you could have sworn was on your block, but now it's gone? Not sure any place is missing, but we did have a run-in with the wrong street. What's that? You can actually see it from here. That patch of darkness over there? That's the turn into a street that, as far as we can tell, shouldn't exist. Good. Yes. Very good. And that would be roughly here, on the map. Yeah. Ollie and Conrad walked down it and said it goes on for a good while. Only one house at the very end, which, cherry on top, looks... More haunted than my father after a week at my maternal grandmother's house. That's a direct quote from Conrad. Are you familiar with the phrase dimensional lensing? Oh, yeah! I just read a paper on that last... No. What the fuck are you talking about? When the integrity of our reality is compromised, the fabric of... You know what? I'll just show you. What are you doing? Look, this is a modern, up-to-date map, correct? Based on satellite data from, well, not long ago at all. Yes. And geometrically speaking, the entire downtown corridor still makes sense, correct? No streets that end in brick walls or buildings cut in half. Yes. That means the world, or the satellites, at the very least, are interpolating the wrong street into the layout of Wolfbrook, intentionally or not. Wait, so you're saying that if we remove the space where the wrong street is, even if the street itself isn't on the map... It will show you the actual layout of the town. Yes. You see, dimensional lensing is when space-time compresses or warps and seems to disappear from the world, exerting enough M-force on a particular point to create a rift. In order to maintain integrity on a broader scale, the fabric of reality stretches thin in the area on the opposing end of the rift seeming to create space in an area opposite the initial distortion. Think of it like like a seesaw, with a rift as the fulcrum. So if you pull the edges of this area, which should exist together, and account for the likely point of balance. Holy shit. The incidents. They're a perfect circle. The edge and the, the rift... Passes right through the scrapyard. And at the center of the circle? I've seen this before. This area. There's an old map on the wall in my dad's office. This whole section of land used to belong to the mill. I think we sold it off in, like, the late 30s, early 40s. I'll have to check... But I'm pretty sure the old logging trail was just off Andronicus Hill Road. 
Wild Grounds Cafe if you want to drink it and we don't carry it. You should really rethink your taste in beverages because you're both wrong and bad. How can I help you? Uh, is this, uh, Ollie? You are indeed so honored as to be addressing that human. What's up? This is, uh, Josh? <laughs> you sound very uncertain of your name, friend. Would this be the Josh who, at this moment, this very moment, should be showing my darling Grace a wonderful and also respectful evening of romance? Yes, yes, but uh, about that. What about that? I think I'm at your house, but the lights are off and no one's answering the door. It sounds like a song might be playing on repeat inside, and the flower pots on the porch are all knocked over. I don't want to overreact, but it all seems a little creepy, and I just wanted to see if you knew where Grace was, make sure she was okay. Uh, yes. Um, thank you for checking in. I, I will grab your number off the phone and give you a call back when I find out what's going on. Uh, okay, thanks. Uh, sorry to bother you at work. No, 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 no worries. Uh, seriously, I, I was about to head home anyway. This will just make me drive a little faster. Or a lot faster. Fuck it. Uh, thanks, you. I will be right there. I guess I'll just go then. Welcome back to the land of the living. What happened? What did you do to me? Where am I? Oh, holy shit. Why the hell am I chained to a support beam? Well, to start with, you're only chained to that beam for as long as you want to be. Jesus, is that a fucking saw? Oh my god. You want me to cut off my own foot to get out of here? You sick motherfucking bastard. Holy shit. What? No. Good god. No, what? That, that's a hacksaw. It'll work just fine on the train. Uh, could go after the shackle on the padlock, too, I suppose. It shouldn't take you more than five, ten minutes either way. Pfft, cut off your own foot, kids today. Watch too many bad movies. No, I just needed you to sit still long enough to hear me out. After I say my piece, I figure we'll either be on the same side or not. And if not... You'll kill me. No! Criminy. Anyone ever tell you you jump to a lot of conclusions? It... May have come up once or twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet. Now, now you decide you don't like what I have to say. I'll tell you where you are and how to get to where you want to go. Might even offer you a lift if you're of a mind to accept. And you had to shackle me to this post to have this conversation with me? Well, if you'd woken up here and been able to leave, what would you have done? Run outside screaming. Oh, I see your point. Yeah. So, with all that behind us... You start in with the saw, I'll start in with the story. Oh, and uh, there's a bottle of water and a granola bar behind you if you're interested. Well, seems like you've been around long enough to know that this place can get pretty strange on occasion. 
passing strange, if we're honest. And while that goes back to the dawn of time for a variety of reasons, the part concerning you starts, oh, a bit over 80 years ago. You remember our friend Johan? Who? Johan. Yeah, I think you know him better as John Walters, but Johann Walters, but it said on his birth certificate in 1915. I don't really feel like I'm in a position to safely call you a liar out loud, but please understand, I'm thinking it really hard. John Walters can't be more than 30. 40 tops. Yeah, he goes to great lengths to keep that particular aspect of himself on the fuzzy side. Historically, few things will get you set on fire faster than being visibly immortal. Uh-huh. You might not rightly recollect, but then again, maybe you do. You watched me put a tire iron through his skull. And what happened next? He... I mean, he fell down. Yeah? And then what? He... No. No, that can't be right. Well, it may not be right, but it is what happened. You watched it happen. His skull knit itself together while we hightailed it out of there. Heck, he was chasing after us on foot by the time I got my truck up to speed. Almost caught up to us, too. So you're saying John Walters is over a hundred years old and more or less can't be killed? Oh, he can be killed. This won't be easy. You see, Johann Walthers was sent over here in the closing days of World War II. As part of, uh, well, you're familiar with the concept of Wunderwaffen? Super weapons. Let's just say he's one of them. No, that, I mean, you, you have to be joking. He was just talking to me the other day about his grandfather. Yeah, now you're getting it. Our friend Johann's on his third time round the pole with this slate of identities. Keeps ducking out of the community, fakes his own death, then reappears as his own son. <laughs> the spitting image, folks say. <laughs> Whatever he told you his grandfather did, it's a safe bet that was him being cute and telling you about himself for a laugh. But how? And... Why would he tell me a story about fighting a monster made of mud and stone? Ah, the how. That, that's an ugly bit of business. I'm no scientist, not by a long shot. So I can't tell you the why or the wherefore. I can tell you the what, though. Johan has all sorts of tricks, like staying young and healing up from stuff that ought to kill him. But all those tricks take something out of him. To keep on keeping on, as the saying goes. Well, for that, he needs something folks have in their brains. Drills a hole in the back of their skull and sucks it out with a sharp vac or something like, near as I can tell. So a hundred-year-old Nazi is running around Wolfbrook drinking people's brain juices? Yeah, that's about the size of it. And why are... Why are you the one who knows about all this? Hmm. You mentioned Johan tangling with a monster of mud and stone. Wasn't. It was clay. A golem. Made by a member of my family to defend the ghetto they've been forced into. Now, I don't have a number on my arm myself, but I would have if I'd been born on the other side of the Atlantic. 
Johan, well, let's just say it's personal and leave her there, shall we? Can I offer you a hand up, miss? Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. There you are. Your uh, belongings are on the porch outside. And we're just about a mile up the road from the scrapyard. Can I uh, offer you a lift anywhere? Is your name actually Samuel? Uh, It is. Uh, Samuel Meyer, just like I said. Uh, To you and yours, I mean. Might not have said as much to the college. Then yes. Yes, I accept your offer of a ride into town. I should also probably call some people. I'm guessing they noticed I was gone. Well, you could say that. Hello? Hello, Mrs. C. Nothing good on TV tonight? No, nothing is on the TV at all. The power has gone out. Did your fuses trip again? No, 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 no. I tell you, the power is out. It is not just my house either. The neighbor's house, all dark. I go outside. It's like, like the last time. I could see the lights of Wolfbrook flickering and dying. Again. Oh, it's all happening again. I need to warn them. Need to warn them. Just like before. Mrs. Castellanos, listen to me. If you've lost power, you need to call the utility company. I'm sorry, Mrs. C. We just lost power ourselves. Do you know if... Mrs. C? Are you still there? Mrs. Castellanos? If you can hear me, stay where you are, all right? Just stay where you are. Mrs. C? already. Hello? Hi, Linda. Sorry to bother you. I know it's kind of late. Ah, it's no trouble, Ollie. What can I do for you? You sound kind of stressed. You been taking those supplements I sent home with Grace last week? You really should, dear. They absolutely work wonders. Yeah, no, 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 sorry, but do you have any idea where Grace is? I got home and the place is a wreck. It's like a bomb went off in the living room. I, I don't know if there's a break-in. I can't get a hold of Grace and I'm just really worried. She's right here, Ollie. Nothing to fret over. What? Oh, Grace is right here. I'll hand you I... over. Grace? Hello, love. What? What happened? I got home and the place was destroyed and Josh called and... and... Are you okay? I'm just peachy. There was a bird, and it took some doing to get the silly old thing out of the house. Put up quite a fuss. But it's all taken care of now. I'll clean up as soon as I get home. You have nothing to worry about, dear. Nothing to worry about at all. 
Thank you for listening to October's Children. Episode 8, Should Old Acquaintance Be Forgot? We're so glad to have you here as we tell the story of Wolfbrook and all your friends who live there. They need you now more than ever. The worst is still yet to come. October's Children is an original podcast created, written, and directed by Jacob Mandel with sound design by Derek Valen and produced by Derek Valen. October's Children features the voices of Joseph Boslinski, John Kava, Tien Yi Scarson, Johnny Machado, Wilhelmina Marie, Liz Moss, Stephen Murdoch, Karen O'Brien, Alexandra Ovid, Susanna Snowden Ift, Ray O'Hare, Luna Luna, Halloween Blood Frost, Moira Todd, and Paul Warren. With special guest Stephen Skears from Station 151. October's Children is an Arcanicast production, copyright 2022. If you'd like to help us keep the lights on, you can find us on Patreon at October's Children Podcast. You can also help by rating and reviewing our show and telling your friends about us. We couldn't do this without your support, and we hope you'll join us next time as we take one step closer to the end. Until then, remember, never appease tyrants.